Welcome back to The Statement Show. I'm Zach Chahey, and tonight I'm doing a little something different. I'm solo. Terry's on vacation, but it doesn't matter because I have a great episode for you tonight. Rhyme and Shane from the BuzzFeed Unsolved or Paranormal or True Crime or Postmortem shows that they have on YouTube. Go to our website at thestatementshow.com and check out the podcast link. Hit our affiliate links. And if you have any questions or want to be on the show, get us at thestatementshow at gmail.com. You ran out of the house. Did I do that? I don't yeah. know. It was like a car accident. It's hard for me to recall. You Everything did. happened fast. It was kind of a lot of a... Uh, it was a blur. I'm one of the most uh, open-minded people you'll ever meet. So you're lying on the internet. So. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan Vergara. And I'm Shane Bidet. That being said, welcome to The Statement Show. Hey, this is your lipid hero, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and Terry. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Howdy. This is Michael Hawk, and you're listening to Zach and Terry in The Statement Show. I'm Jim Harold from the Paranormal Podcast, but there's nothing to be afraid of because you're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and Terry. From the Night Shift Crew Studios in the D.C. metro area, this is The Statement Show. The lights are on. Welcome back to The Statement Show. I'm Zach Chahey, and this is the podcast that fits in no category. Tonight's guests come from a wildly popular YouTube series, BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, which has amassed well over 200 million views. But that's not all. They've also paired up to do BuzzFeed Unsolved True Crime and Postmortem, which is a separate Q&A series for both shows. We welcome Ryan Bagara and Shane. Ah, I almost had it. Monday. Monday. <laughs> Ryan Bagara and Shane Maday. I appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. So I was saying, uh, I was a big fan of the show that you guys have on YouTube. Uh, of course, you're in all kinds of videos there. Uh, I noticed anything from How Do You Know You're In Love? I saw that Shane doing those. You, you did some How Do You Know You're In Love videos? Yeah. Or know. something like A Girlfriend or How Somebody Finds You Attractive. I saw all kinds of stuff on BuzzFeed that he had done. Oh, yeah. You know, we all, we all, it's a weird little uh, old timey Hollywood situation here where people. People are walking around. Oh man, Shane, you Tomcat! I had no idea you did that. <laughs> huh? that's, that's those those videos uh, missed me. I didn't. Those aren't in my, in my Rolodex. I didn't see those. Oh yeah, I'm a big heartthrobber. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're a little sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah, everybody's shooting a bunch of videos all the time here, so you get roped into uh, doing a bunch of videos, and you you frankly forget about a lot of them that you're in. Because yeah. like you'll spend most of the day working on something, and then for ten minutes, someone will pull you aside to be in a video, and then you'll completely forget about it. Okay. So how did you come across the project? Uh, how do people? How do you know if people find you attractive? What, what made you? What made you gravitate towards? That? I think my girlfriend Sarah Rubin asked me to be oh, in it. Okay, so I just came across your desk and you're like, I do this. And I, yeah, it took it took a lot of convincing. <laughs> yeah, like I said, my daughter had turned me on to BuzzFeed. Period, and then I started watching all kinds of shows. And I'm a big paranormal fan. I uh, watch all kinds of paranormal shows, or at least I did, taking their toll on me. And that's what kind of gravitated me towards watching your shows, because I noticed that when you're doing them, you don't seem to come along with all this evidence that everybody else seems to get. It makes you wonder how much of this stuff are they fabricating for the TV experience? Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call out all the other ghost shows and say that they're they're fabricating evidence. It's, it may be perhaps because they're just maybe a little bit better than us. But I will <laughs> say that I have heard stories of other you know um, shows making things up, and I I get it. You get like you know like a ratings push or something like that. But uh, we would I don't I'm not of the mind that we need to we need to do that to keep people hooked. 
the show is just as much for skeptics as it is for believers. Uh, and frankly, a lot of paranormal investigation is boring. Not a lot happens most of the time. It's very boring. Okay. Well, I'm going to, you know, Ryan's being very diplomatic about it. I will because I, <laughs> I'm desperate for a feud with some other paranormal investigation team. So I will say I think they are full of baloney. And they are just uh, making stuff up. I'll say this. They're all grown men. They look like they're all pretty strong. They could probably kick our ass. I, I'm also saying this from a self-preservation standpoint, not just a particular <laughs> man. Uh, I'm thinking of one in particular. Yeah. Particular. Uh, large man. Yes. I'll say that. Have you been to any of these shows with these guys? Have you met any of these guys before? I, I haven't had the pleasure to do so yet. Uh, I'm sure we'll run into them eventually, and then we'll probably square off in the parking lot or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know what the community is like, because I guess we would be like the new kids on the block. I don't know if they're welcoming. They, they've they liked like a tweet or something, haven't they? Yeah, they were mentioned in the tweet, uh, mm-hmm. so maybe they were liking the mentioning of themselves. I don't know. I, I can't imagine that like people would welcome us with open arms. We're kind of like the anti-paranormal show in a way. Well, that's, uh, what, that's what makes it interesting. You two are, what is it, water and vinegar. I mean, you just... You don't go together. <laughs> so, and that's what I think makes it interesting. So you're not really your typical, you know, ghost hunter show, but and it's also on YouTube and it has great production value. I'm so, it's something you would expect to see on TV, in my opinion. Oh, thank you. Both are, are really talented. And I, I just, I, I think it's very comedic to the way you two are. The, the episode that my, my daughter got me hooked on in the beginning <laughs> is it the dolphin where you two oh, sat oh, in the jacuzzi oh, tub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful jacuzzi tub. It didn't know. even work. Yeah. We stay at so many like crummy hotel rooms and run down buildings that when we got in there, I was so excited. This beautiful tub. And then imagine my heartbreak to discover <laughs> that it was just completely broken. It's not often that we get uh, the opportunity to look forward to a jacuzzi tub or a bed even. Yeah. Uh, you know, seeing a bed was a nice change of uh, events for us because normally we're sleeping on the ground covered in rat hair and cobwebs that's not always the best way to go to sleep especially when you desperately want to go to sleep because you don't want to get attacked by a ghoul or something like that so ryan have you always been into the paranormal is this was this your idea to do this did you pitch it um i i definitely have always been interested in the paranormal i've just been interested in the horror genre in general Mm -hmm. um but i did start out as a skeptic and we kind of touch on that in one of our episodes in the queen mary episode where uh, the impetus of what is now the show kind of started where uh, I saw a tube of toothpaste move on its own. When you were a teenager. When I was a teenager. Exploring the Queen Mary. I was exploring the Queen Mary. I was a skeptic. I did not believe in any of this. I was as rambunctious and annoying as Shane. And the, the, I saw the toothpaste move. Things poked me in the face. Water closet turned on by itself. Then I was like, all right, I get it. Ghosts are real. So after that, that kind of, kind of like mold around in my brain for a little bit. Um, and then when I came to BuzzFeed, yeah, I did kind of pitch this show, um, uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved, which really just started as like true crime and covering cold cases and things like that. And as the show got more popular, uh, I realized that there was kind of a, we used to, we would argue about the supernatural all the time. So I kind of shifted the show into two different shows. One where we would cover uh, cold cases and one where we cover paranormal and the supernatural, like ghosts and aliens. Um, but yeah, it really did start as like a small germ of an idea. Uh, sorry for that long meandering answer that kind of started and went around corners and whatnot, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the, I guess, the shortish long. <laughs> I got a little bit ahead of myself. Tell me, how did you both get involved with BuzzFeed? Uh, we both, uh, Ryan had, we both started around the same time we were interns there. Um, and the way their internship used to work kind of still works is you, you would sort of just start out working as a PA almost on sets and stuff. 
um, you know, you'd be within a pool of other interns. Yeah. And then from that group, you would move up to the fellowship. Those who were chosen to move on. Yeah. Like a hunger. Game it was a situation. stressful six months. Yeah, I, just kinda, I feel like I blacked yeah. out. Yeah. And then six months <laughs> so later, I was okay. like, hey, good job. Yeah. But yeah. I, I came out there from like public access in Chicago land. And Brian, what were you doing before? I was, uh, I was uh, on set. I was in Griffin Electric. Yeah. That's what I was doing before that because I wanted to be a cinematographer. One of the cogs in the system. I was just, yeah, just another uh, notch on the belt of the the, the machine of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, and then we both kind of uh, found our way to BuzzFeed to try this new uh, online media thing out. I sat across from him as an intern, uh, and I uh, haven't been able to escape him since. No. By the way, Shane, I, I love the history episodes that you do as well. Ruining history, oh. is that what it's called? Uh, ruining history, yeah. Yeah, love it. The one with Burn the White House. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a I wanted to ask, where do you guys get your ideas? What makes you, how you're going to do a paranormal episode or you're going to do a remaining, a ruining history. How do you know what you're going to do next? Where do you come up with your ideas and, and what determines whether you're going to go out and do an investigation or are you just going to sit at the desk and kind of narrate it? Um, you want to go into your mindset first of ruining history. The White House episode was just a fun little revisionist history episode on our part. On yeah. America's part. I feel like one of the things with, uh, at least Buzzfeed, particularly earlier on uh, when we were both on the unscripted department, which is now not really a thing, but for a while it was there, but they were always very uh, insistent upon just following your curiosities. So it's a, it's a weird thing to suddenly be conscious of. A lot of times I'll be like reading some weird story online and be like, Oh, this is fascinating. But then I just kind of think like, I'm probably the only one who's obsessed with this weird thing. But then a lot of times, like if you tweet about something or, you make a video about something, you realize there's a lot of people out there who may also be interested in that weird thing. They're interested in the same bizarro stuff that you are. Like recently, I was, uh, there's this video online that I'm obsessed with. It's a real, God, are you really going to bring that video? (laughs) It's incredible. It's a real time sinking of the (laughs) Titanic. It's like two hours and four. It's it's almost three hours. Yeah, Yeah. It's very long. And, uh, it's incredible. It's got like millions. I think it's got like 12 million views or something. It's just footage, just ambient footage of the Titanic, like floating on water. It's like CG. It's like poor, poor CG too. Yeah. And it's just like realistic sound effects laid under. And like, there's like captions that says at this time, the Titanic had a break in the hole and you'd hear like a yeah. and screaming. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, and the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is a weird thing that I'm obsessed with. And I hadn't even noticed the view count. And then I looked and saw that it had like 12, 15 million views. I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people out there who are just as weird. Um, so I think that's like a good barometer is yeah. find, find the things that you're obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of how I go about finding my things, too. Things that interest me, stories that make me wonder or uh, want to investigate further. It's usually those ones where like you come up with a topic and you find yourself 10 or 15 articles later wondering what the hell you just did with your past two hours. That's kind of like, Oh, that's, that's a good idea then. Um, and then for the location and room ones, I mean, there's just some things we can't go and investigate in person, like uh, a UFO sighting for the most part, not much to go see out there. It also costs money to go out there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd rather just, you know, discuss the facts and the stories and the available evidence in the, in the room rather than go there. But for ghosts, yeah, obviously you got to go to the location and gather any evidence. <laughs> got to get that. Got to get that evidence, Shane. Yeah. What we're seeing on camera, which you guys are, when you go and do your investigations, that's really pump it up a little bit or is that really you guys? Is that really how you guys are? Would you say? I mean, pretty much us. We, I mean, I think a lot of it is, you know, when we're in the locations, it is the room, you know, it's, we're there for 
uh, I don't know, five to eight hours, yeah, <laughs> depending yeah. on how big it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the video is 20 minutes. There's a lot of us standing around rooms and maybe when we're shooting, we're saying dumber stuff than normal solely <laughs> to enter ourselves Yeah, because it, it can get, it gets kind of maddening, right? I think even you would admit it's, that. It's an exercise in patience. Yeah. And I feel like I have uh, a lot of patience because when you're trying to prove something, you're willing to go to the extremes to prove that thing. Uh, that being said, there there is a lot of times when, as Shane says, we're probably talking to dust. Yeah. Uh, y- you know, not every room is going to be active. I've gone over this with him like a million times that for, for, I believe that for ghosts to, you know, uh, make themselves known, it takes a certain amount of energy and to expect that to happen in the short amount of time, the one night that you're there is kind of a tough ask. It's different than as, a, as if you lived in a house, like a haunted house, or you worked at a haunted museum. Obviously, there's a larger sample size to work with there where something is more likely to happen. But if we're going there one night, and you expect this amazing thing to happen, uh, like a holy grail, like capturing a, a full-bodied apparition. It's it's not very realistic. It's like catching lightning in a bottle. Sure. So like, like you said earlier, when there are all these ghost shows go everywhere and they always catch amazing evidence, I do find that a little hard to believe. Uh, They've been there a day and a half or two days, and they get maybe. Yeah, there is one show called Paranormal Lockdown. I'm good to plug oh, in. Oh, that's them. where they spend like they 72 spend 72 hours there. I think that's a pretty good shtick. I would never do that. Um, but that explains maybe why they get some of the evidence they do. But other shows, I don't know. Uh, and I'll leave it. At there was one where they they locked. Uh, they take these people and they and they kind of put them in a house or or on an island that's supposedly haunted, and they're there for a whole weekend by themselves, no power, you know, nothing. I- um, that sounds something like, uh, close to that. Uh, Josh Gates had done it. So, <clears throat> wow, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. That's, that's like, yeah, like Haunted Survivor. I'd like yeah, that. Yeah, something in that. Yeah, something like it didn't, obviously, I think it lasted about two episodes and it was paranormal is very popular. And I think there's a lot more people that believe it. They don't want to say that they do. So it's like a closet paranormal. So it's like they are pretty okay with saying that they believe in it. Yeah. There's a lot of who are relentless about telling me how wrong I am. Yeah, and same for me. A lot of people that are relentless <laughs> and telling me how wrong I am. It's a fun show to be Whether on a, we're on in social media or people come up to us on the street, about half, I'd say it's about half and half of people saying, especially when we're together, yeah. they'll point to one of us and go, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then yeah, I, th- I think that's really fun just because uh, there is kind of like, uh, while a lot of people don't really want to admit it, even though, or I, should I say, uh, while people have a very strong standpoint and where they, uh, what part of the sand that they stand on, there is kind of like a friendly polarity to it. Like no one's like mean about it. They're just like, I believe this is true. I think you're wrong. And you could kind of have a fun discussion about it. Like it's not going to feel like a fist fight. I mean, at least there shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Pot shots you two take at each other as far as a little bit of ribbing. It seems uh, it's enjoyable to watch and you don't take it to a very extreme level, but it is pretty fun to watch. And I think that that's kind of you have a good chemistry. And I think that shows on the camera and you can't really fake that. It either works or it doesn't. And oh, yeah. All manufactured. As soon as the cameras turn off, we're fist fighting in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Fred and Ethel from uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah, exactly. William That's Paul a timely reference. <laughs> a little Vivian Vance reference. Yeah. Any of you, uh, any of your listeners, big I Love Lucy fans? One of the best sitcoms of all time. Agreed. I actually think it's my, one of my top three shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they hated each other, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the classic, you know, curmudgeon marriage mm-hmm. where they just like they hate love each other. I'm not going to say I hate love Shane, but you know, I mean, there's a level of 
Friendly polarity. There it is. Right. I feel like we have to get along, considering how much time we spend together in these haunted locations. That's good. The episode with the hotel, with the—I just got to know from my own curiosity—the one with where you heard the walking above you. Yes. Was that like an all-night thing, like a pacing? Yes, it was. Uh, I don't. I think it came off in the episode, but I don't know if it came off really how prominent and I guess just you know ever present it was throughout the night. Shane slept right through it. Every now and then he'd wake up and he'd see me pacing around the room looking up at the ceiling. And, uh, I mean, I worked up the courage eventually to go up there the next morning and knock on the door, confront the dude above me. He says he wasn't uh, walking around. He said he'd been hearing the footsteps. There's no floor above him because it's a two-story building. Mm-hmm. Um, I would guess if there was a guy in the room, it's most likely it was probably him. But that's just me. <laughs> so you I, think, I think he was he would play hopscotch all night I, for seven straight hours I mean, from the hours of one a.m. to eight a.m. Yes, I think that's most likely. Okay, well, I mean, if that's what <laughs> happened, then I don't really know what else to say to you. That's fun. He's an avid sleepwalker, tap dancing in his sleep. Is that what's going on? Who knows? Shane, what got you uh, involved with doing this hot dog asaka that you're doing? Oh. And you oh, can, wow. are you going to continue? Are you going to continue on with it? Is this something you're going to keep torturing Ryan with? It's really, um, I want to say first and foremost, that this is really Ryan's creation. It is not my creation. I'm, uh, I'm going to put that out there. Uh, there is no part of it that I claim at all. It's, uh, it was a, a lapse in judgment on my part to entertain the idea for what was just a fleeting moment, I'll say. It was what, like one minute of, you know, a, a poor decision. Yeah. For the listeners who aren't aware during our postmortem shows, which is our like little Q and a thing that we do each week. Uh, we, we would always just do fun animations at the end. And then we got to one episode that was really dark and depressing about a child who had died. And yeah. we were like, well, we don't want to do an animation about that because that's very depressing. So yeah. I said instead that we should just have a fun little hot dog and a cowboy hat go by at the bottom of the screen. And it was great. And then Ryan just kept asking, you know, eventually yeah, I had no intention of keeping it going on for a while. But then at a certain point, Ryan was like, oh, and maybe he's got an evil twin or something. I was like, wait a okay, second. Okay, right. That sound like I've been asking you about, you know, unfolding this world for, for weeks it's on camera. It all this, yeah. In that one moment, you mentioned this hot dog thing going. And finally, I was like, all right, I'm tired of seeing these stupid animations. Maybe as an evil sister or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I made it into a cliffhanger thinking, okay, that's the last we'll ever hear of it. We'll never hear of it again. And I never mentioned it. You turned it into a serialized story. I did not. The next week you did another story. And uh, I was like, wow, I can't believe he's still doing the same topic as last week. And then the next week happened. And then that's when I started to realize, oh, no. You've done something horrible. No, no, I've done something horrible. I cracked the door open a little bit. And then you took your big foot, wedged it in. And yeah, Ryan then, genuinely hates it. It's it's very it's very real. Though every now and then he'll like we'll stop recording and he'll be like, "That one was pretty good." No, no, yeah. I've never said that. Yeah, for the recent season finale, I recorded a, a a pretty good song, and the song uh, is good. Yeah, when we stopped filming, as soon as the cameras cut. Ryan said, that's a pretty good song. I did not. You said that. I don't know if I said that quote. I said the music, the instrumentation, the mixing of it, pretty good. The content. You said it's a pretty good song. I don't know if I said So anyway, yes, that'll go on forever. Um, Will it? Yeah. Uh, Okay. As long as we... (laughs) Is that something that just goes on on the Mm Q&As? Okay. Those Q&As are especially loopy, especially because we film them on Monday morning because we have to film them right after the episode airs on Friday. So we come in first thing in the morning, Answer, uh, gather questions and answer them when we're dead tired in the weekend. Yeah, we're always, uh, 
but we're always so tired because it's Monday morning. And I think we try to, we try to get our energy up to compensate for it. And then we usually overshoot and we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're the weirdest we've ever been in those Q and A videos. Wow. Yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah, I would say so. I'm not far from the Gettysburg area. Have you ever been out here for the, uh, investigated the Gettysburg area? We actually, um, had, we were kind of circling the wagons a little bit on, uh, on a Gettysburg investigation for a little bit there, but, um, it kind of fell through. A lot of times what happens, and I don't know if this is because we're a smaller show or, um, some kind of legal thing. Um, but we, oh, it's hard for us to get locations for, uh, to agree, uh, to let us shoot there. That's just kind of what happens. Um, cause like we're all at the end of the day, we are a small budget show, mm-hmm. so we don't have a lot of money to offer. Um, and then uh, a lot of places also just don't lean into their ghost history anymore. Uh, and they, I guess because more popular shows have come there before and now there's a lot of looky loos around the area, for instance, in the Gettysburg, you know, battlefields and they've kind of just done with that. They don't want even more people coming. Well, so. I, I don't think that's true. I'm only about <laughs> an hour, I'm about an hour, hour and a half away from there, probably six or seven times myself. And I'm going to tell you right now, they've turned the paranormal thing into a whole commercial industry there. Really? Oh my God! They're they have. If you go down the one main strip there, they have. Uh, I'd say probably eight or nine different places that take people on ghost tours and do stories. Those all the time. Investigations, and they actually call the cops on each other because they'll watch and see how many group, how many people were in their group, and they'll call and say, "Oh, they have too many." So. That's fun. I think they would welcome any type of publicity they could get. I went into one of the gift shops and they had all the pictures of these, uh, all the different TV show people that have been there. It's become quite the industry. And that's that's part of what I think the problem is. It's kind of been commercialized so much. It's kind of hard to take anything you see and, and yeah, yeah. with a grain of salt. But yeah, some locations we go to, I'm, I'm, I'm a little dubious. I, think, I mean, I, I, I think, tend to be dubious. I think I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you got to, yeah, you got to parse out what you can believe. Because there's certain locations where the people are like, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, people say they see stuff and you're like, okay, this person seems on the level. But other every now and then, someone will be <laughs> like, oh, I saw something in the window. Look at this thing on my phone. Well, what if they did see something in the window? I, I mean, it's certainly fair to say that. But a lot of times it seems like they're... I, I tend to believe people a little bit more. Does that make me perhaps a little bit more gullible than... I don't know, maybe. Yeah, you're a but sucker. That's fine. I don't know if I'd say I'm a sucker. Oh, I was okay. saying I'm a little bit more willing to believe people. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to like take it as you know their word in gold. But you know, I'm going to investigate what they're saying as if it was true. Whereas I feel like you approach it from just like, oh, it's not true to begin with. So why even take it seriously, you know? Yeah, I just uh, shrug it off right yeah, away. Yeah, let's just let's <laughs> just go in this room with a whole cereal or something, and then just let Ryan uh, do his little thing. Yeah, and then we'll walk to the next room. Bada bing, bada boom. That's kind of uh, what your thing is. Wow, you two. You don't need much to get you going, do you? So it's obvious that it's it's quite the the duo. But uh, <laughs> I promised, <laughs> I promised my daughter I would ask you her questions. She wanted me to ask. Oh yeah. Okay. Fire so, away. All right, Ryan. What is the one thing that has scared you the most that you've seen on the show or off the show? What is the one thing that you would can point to directly and say that scared you the most? Off the show is definitely that toothpaste, just because I've never seen something move before by itself in that fashion um was on the show that was the queen mary that was the queen mary okay what footage it's heroin oh my god shane uh <laughs> on the show i would say it's probably got to be either the timmy blue ball incident which was in waverly hills we tossed a ball down this hallway with just just like an enormous hallway with numerous rooms in the hundreds uh i tossed a ball down the hallway and asked the ball to roll back to me 
We did it didn't, but when we found it, the ball was under my name painted on a wall. That was I almost had a heart attack at that point. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that scared me more than that. You were pretty scared in the Sally house. Oh, yeah. When the lights <laughs> were on and off on command. Yeah, I almost blacked out. Your that eyes was... stopped focusing on things, and you, yeah. you stopped responding to people. You, like, your legs gave out. You looked, <laughs> you looked like you were suddenly drunk. Yeah, I felt like I was gonna I was going to pass out or cry, yeah. or maybe everything. There was a lot of emotions happening. You ran the out of the time. house. Did I do that? I don't yeah. know. It was like a car accident. It's hard for me to recall. You Everything did. happened fast. It was kind of a lot of a... Uh, it was a blur. For some so. reason, we didn't get that on, on camera, but you did run out of the house and then run back in. <laughs> oh, that would have been priceless. Uh, that, that that probably actually is the most scared I've been. Yeah. I, it seems like you're a little jumpy, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm i pretty sure I would be too, because you're braver than I would. There's no way I would go into one of them dark places and walk, especially down that one where I guess there's a chute that they were pushing bodies down. Oh, yeah, that's a Waverly. Yeah, I, I don't know how you did it. I, I would have probably shit my pants. There's no way. I almost felt like I think I may have pooed a little bit, but I know I hit it well. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I do scare easily when it comes to haunted locations. But when it comes to like horror movies or like, you know, not scary farm horror attractions, I don't really scare. It's just the place where I feel like there's actual danger. <laughs> okay. So Shane, what posed the same question to you? What, what is the one thing? Have you in any way seen anything that might sway you one way over to Ryan's cause? Should I say? No, nothing. <laughs> no, I really haven't. Um, and you don't nah. like the white box or none of that or the white noise. Uh, no, you don't like been in a lot of, it all just seems very circumstantial to me. It all just not like, hey, you uh, let me speak here, Ryan. This is my time. To oh, okay. I'm sorry. You, you know, know just yeah. respect. Me. Yeah, you know, bestow your pearls of wisdom on us. Um, you know, I'm very open to the idea. I'm one of the most uh, open-minded people you'll ever meet. So you're lying on the internet. Now, so. <laughs> but you know, I would. I, I always tell Ryan, I would love to be proved wrong. I'd love to see something that would make me question everything I know. It'd be delightful to know that there's more to the world than than what you see in front of you. I would love it. I feel like we we've, we've offered several instances um, where that is the case. But. No, I've seen nothing that has convinced me. Really, nothing at all. The ball. The uh, ball. The ball. The ball is you throwing a ball the, and it landing no. in the room. The entire building had mathematical prob- probability that it happened. But it exists. It's very, very low. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have been um, scared by some of the... Pl- not scared. I guess... In Waverly, you were pretty scared. Waverly was the first place we went to that looked like a giant nightmare. Like, the the sheer size of the place and just how, like, the hallways were very long. They just sort of fell into darkness. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. It was like it was production, production designed by Satan himself. Yeah. Though I will say, we went to another place this for this upcoming season has a similar vibe. And now I feel like I'm also gaining confidence when it comes to places that are giant and nightmarish because that place that we went to for the new season truly really didn't have an effect on me. So yeah, that's true. I'm looking over the footage of that right now and you don't seem that rattled by it. No, um, there yeah, is one. He, he, you do yeah. seem like you're pretty much cool as a cucumber. Yeah, there was one episode last pair, uh, Supernatural season where I, everybody in the comments was like, Shane looks scared, but um, unfortunately I had eaten a bad hot dog before <laughs> we started shooting, and I was uh, I had a very bad case of, I, I don't know if it was diarrhea, I was just sweating quite a bit, and I kept feeling like I had to, to yeah. shit, and um, that's all it was. So when you watch the Eastern State Penitentiary episode, yeah, <laughs> Just know that. That would be a good DVD commentary track <laughs> you right there. You can see me sweating, and I look pale, and it's only because I'm 
like my stomach was constantly just turning in on itself. <laughs> Your body was waging a war yeah. inside you that you I, had no control over. It was over. one of those where like I was I had the shivers. I was like, what is going on? Well, that's what happens, stomach? man. That's what I happens should. when you baggage claim hot dogs. I got a, a hot dog from the baggage claim. At the Philadelphia airport. That's the, you that's, had two, two baggage claim hot yeah, dogs. That's you couldn't a, even carry your luggage. That's the closest I've ever come to believing in supernatural evil. <laughs> All right. So if you had to eat one of those hot dogs again, or you yeah, had to eat, well, I can't even say it. What is that? Uh, those sardines. Is it Sustroman? Oh, Sustroman? Yeah. I, I Honestly, I just saw that video not too long ago with where you had to. Oh, that was the worst. Is, uh, it's a rotting corpse in a can. <laughs> and I don't think you need to say any more than that. There, that should not be allowed to be sold. It should not be stocked in any shelves. It should not be available for human consumption in any way or form. It's uh, frankly irresponsible for that to be sold. I don't think you should even have to buy that. They should have to pay you to put that in your mouth. I noticed that the one where you had to taste it. I noticed they did that one outside. Yeah, because the smell is it's so pungent and so powerful that the slightest, just, just even the slightest breeze can carry it and make someone fall over. If you put it in a, con- in a confined room, then you're really looking for trouble. Uh, <laughs> it's really, truly the worst smell I've ever, that's ever entered my nostrils in my entire life. I can't think of anything else that comes close to it. You can't over-exaggerate. Once, like, even if you watch that video and you're like, these guys are so over the top. This is the most uh, overdone reaction I've ever seen. I challenge you to open that can and just sit there and not have any kind of reaction because it brings tears to your eyes. It's I'm assuming I'm assuming they had to order this stuff special. They did. We had to open it with a screwdriver because the pressure on the can was so immense because like I said, rotting corpse inside that there was just gases waiting to escape. Then when we punctured it with that screwdriver, it just came rushing out. And I mean, it, it truly does attack you. That that food fights back. Man. Well, I'll tell you, I laughed, uh, I believe, hard for a good 20 minutes. That and the first video where they did it inside, uh, their reactions oh. were priceless. And I, I just feel like everything, all the videos I've watched with the food, when I see Shane eating something hot, he kind of takes a bite, but he won't give anybody the satisfaction of letting him know it bothers him. So he just has that straight look on his face, which I think is, is fantastic. Yeah, some, some stuff is... Uh, it's also because you're a robot. <laughs> yeah, I, I would guess I don't. I actually don't. I haven't eaten a lot of super hot stuff. We we tried some like ghost pepper popcorn that wasn't yeah. outrageous. I usually tend to shy away from that kind of stuff because hot stuff usually probably would like. I'm not going to sign up to eat a ghost pepper. Someone does a video like that. I usually I always wanted to try. I don't really want to do that. I mean, but I I have no reservations about like eating bugs or anything. Yeah, it's fine. You are missing the point of code when it comes to emoting. Yeah, no, they did. They didn't put that in your programming. That's true. Maybe it'll come in the firmware update. I mean, I smile. It's strange. I smile. I laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thoroughly enjoying BuzzFeed, and uh, I anybody who wants to go out there and check it out, uh, BuzzFeed, I think it is, and then there's BuzzFeed Blue. This is like a separate channel that they do videos on as well. The episodes are on BuzzFeed Blue, and they're also on Amazon and Hulu and Roku now. Oh, I saw that. I yeah. saw that I was on the Roku and I happened to be going through and I was it was late and I couldn't sleep and I was on my Amazon Prime and I saw season after season on there and of course all my wife could say was oh god so, <laughs> yeah because I'm driving her crazy with them because you guys are hilarious I I I don't really watch much of anything else these days other than okay. you know Netflix you don't really have kind of cut the cord really so 
But yeah. you guys are very, very entertaining. And I think if I didn't see you on, if, if somebody didn't watch this and want to put you on TV, I'd be, it's crazy. I, I couldn't imagine you not being on TV. That, those shows are absolutely fantastic. Just like all the other stuff I think that BuzzFeed puts out there, they do a great job. And I commend you for putting out a good product and you guys are fantastic. Why don't you tell everybody how they can find you on, uh, in Twitter, Instagram? Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you on Twitter, Ryan? I think I'm on Twitter. I'm at Ryan S. Bergara with no periods or spaces. <laughs> I have a very stupid Twitter yeah, you know, handle. What's your Twitter handle name? It's like something that makes no sense at all. It's very it's nonsense. A, it's a portmanteau of my first name, my middle name, and my last name. I should have changed it before I got verified. But, uh, well, you know, I, you live and you learn. My mistake. Yeah. It's S-H-A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-J. Oh. Very oh, that's a that goes down smooth. Yeah, yet another victim to hindsight. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, my Instagram it's uh, at Ryan Bergara, so it's no S. And mine's just at Shane Madej. You really you, you nailed it there. I nailed it there. Yeah. I, I had the foresight to do that, but well, anybody who wants to find them, I'm going to post it on our show links, and then of course um, you guys can go ahead and put it out there. But our Twitter is at Statement Show, Instagram at Statement Show. And Facebook, okay. The Statement Show. So you can't get that confused. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you have the Shaniacs. And Ryan, I'm not really sure what you call your following. Oh, we're the Bugaras. The Bugaras. <laughs> I think I would be a little bit of half and half because I... I really gravitate towards what you believe in because I'm really I'm a sucker for that stuff. And I'm a big I'm more into aliens and UFOs. And I love all that stuff, which means I'm a pretty good mark. But I kind of agree with Shane, too, and some of the things that he thinks is BS. And I have a problem with some of the like the EMF and all that, because oh, yeah. they've repurposed tools in that industry to make it, everybody think it does one thing. But it, oh, we got a tool in this new season. Oh, Ew, it's the dumbest thing you've is ever it? seen. Yeah, it sure is. I don't know about that. <laughs> Easy to buy into it in the moment. And as soon as, whatever. Okay, we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> Taking up enough of your time. I look forward to new episodes coming out. And, of course, the Hot Dog Saga that Ryan loves so much. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was fun. Well, that was uh, Ryan and Shane from BuzzFeed Paranormal. I'm going to tell you what, uh, real down to earth. I really appreciate them coming on. They were fantastic. I mean, you could hear, you could hear the back and forth that they were having. Uh, I just sat back and, and, and just enjoyed it because it's like watching a show. You listen to these two go at it. And they're fantastic. Who does who doesn't like uh, a good you know a good team a good duo? So I'm going to tell you right now. I am going to post their links to the shows and their Instagram, but I'm also going to put the YouTube link on our website, thestatementshow.com. If you have any questions for us, me and Terry, obviously Terry missed a good show here. Uh, I, again, we decided he had to go on vacation. I get it. But email us. You can go to our website, hit our affiliate links, and email address is thestatementshow at gmail.com. Again, this is The Statement Show, and the lights are out. Tonight's guests come from a wild, wildly pot... <laughs> Damn. No, no, I've done something horrible. I cracked the door open a little bit, and then you took your big foot, wedged it in. Uh, and frankly, a lot of paranormal investigation is boring. Not a lot happens most of the time. It's very boring. So I will say, I think they are full of baloney, and they are just uh, making stuff up. I'll say this. They're all grown men. They look like they're all pretty strong. They could probably kick our ass. I'm also saying this from a self-preservation standpoint, not just from a <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Statement Show. Visit our website at thestatementshow.com. 
Check out our upcoming guests. There's plenty more to come. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all on the front page of the website. Again, thestatementshow.com. Go ahead. Give us a listen. Like us on iTunes. Leave a review. Oh, yeah. The lights are out.